Well, I wonder where Amos is. He's supposed to ask me what day it is. Well, anyway, it's Tuesday, and that means we're on the air for Triple Action Rinzo. Yes, sir, Rinzo, the soap that gets clothes, Rinzo White and Rinzo Bright brings you the Amos and Andy Show. A full half hour of entertainment with... I'm Gabby Gibson. Yes, I'm Gabby Gibson. Is he sorry? Yes, 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 sorry to Barber. Lud Ruskin and his orchestra. And those famous... Rhythm Ball. Now, Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Rinso, invite you to sit back... Relax and enjoy the story of Amos and Andy. Our old friend Andy Brown had dinner with Henry Van Porter, and Andy wants his friend Amos to... Hey, Mr. Cadell. Mr. Cadell. Andy. Andy, you know we're on the air. Yeah, but we can't go on with the show. Amos is missing. He ain't here. And I can't find the Kingfish or Lightning, neither. Where do you think they could be? Well, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of studios around NBC here. Fiddle McGee and Molly come on next, then Bob Hope, and then Red Skelton, right after each other. Maybe Amos is around talking to some of them people. We all got to start looking for him. Okay, Andy, I'll see what I can do. Oh, me. I wonder where to look. Uh, Andy, Andy. Uh, what is it, Gabby? I got some news about Amos. Yeah, well, what is it, Gabby? Tell me. Tell well, me. I started looking for him in some of the studios around here, but he wasn't in none of them. Then I looked in all the halls, but he wasn't there neither. But that didn't stop me. You know that big room across the hall? Yeah. Well, I opened the door very quietly, very quietly. And when I got the door open, I switched on the light. And there he was, huh? Nope, he's still missing. <laughs> Gary, what is we going to do? we got to find Amos. Well, he must be around NBC around here someplace. I tell you what, you go down that way and look, and I go down this way. Just remember that old saying of the French police, Cherche la femme. That, that means find a woman. Cherche la femme. Yeah, well, you sure say la femme, and I'll sure say la Emma. <laughs> oh, me. Now, let me see. I wonder what's in this place here. I wonder if Amos could be in here. Hey, Molly, how many tubes we got in this dad red radio? Well, it's supposed to be a six-tube set, McGee. Well, if it's a six-tube or three tubes are blew out. Blown out. Blew out. Blown out. Three tubes are busted. They're out like a jitterbug shirt tails in a Lindy contest. Well, <laughs> how do you know, dearie? For five minutes now, I've been trying to tune in on Amos and Andy, and all I can get is Andy. <laughs> well, uh, excuse me, Mr. McGee. Oh, hi, bud. Uh, I hate to bulge in on you like this, Mr. McGee, but I have a man with trouble. You think you've got troubles? Look at me. No cufflinks. Well, I'll lend you my... <laughs> I ain't even got no cuffs. <laughs> Uh, but that ain't my main trouble, Miss McGee. Something is worse than that. Uh, what is it? No shirt? Oh, uh, this is my wife, Mrs. McGee, known to her friends as Molly. Oh, howdy, ma'am. Uh, how do you do, I'm sure. I'm sure, too. But... <laughs> and this is my husband, Mr. McGee, known to his friends as Fibber, far and wide. Yeah. I'm far wider now than when I was married to her. <laughs> Yes, well, uh, 
Uh, my name is Andrew H. Brown. Brown, that's an odd name. <laughs> but your face is familiar, Brown. Were you ever in Peoria, ill? Mm, yes, uh, and I was sick in Rock Island once. <laughs> Uh, just what is your trouble, Mr. Brown? Well, I can't find my best friend, Amos Jones, and I thought maybe you folks had seen him around here somewhere. Amos Jones? Jones? That's another odd name. <laughs> Funny thing, you can't find your pal Amos, buddy. I just tuned in the radio a while ago to try and get Amos and Andy, and Amos was missing... To... Hey! Did you say you were Andrew Brown? Andrew H. Oh, hmm, H. That's an odd name. <laughs> Holy smoke. You're not the Yandy of Amos and Andy, are you? I ain't the Jolson of Olson and Johnson. <laughs> well, if Amos is really missing, you took a big load off my mind, boy. I have? Yes, sirree. Them three tubes ain't bad after all. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that, all right. But the reason I cheer, Mr. McGee, is to ask you if you've seen anything, Amos. Oh, but don't you worry, Andy. I'll find him for you. I'll use my influence with the local police. McGee, you haven't enough influence to get a cop to arrest the thief for stealing a squad car. <laughs> oh, is that so? Is that? <laughs> I'll go right to the top and speak to Mayor Latrivia himself and see that he gets on Amos' trail and finds him. Now, what does Amos look like, Andy? Well, he's a little bit shorter than me, a little bit thinner, a little bit more bald on top, and he's younger than me, too. But outside of that, you couldn't tell us apart. <laughs> Hey, maybe he was the fellow I saw wandering around the NBC studios this afternoon. Is he about six feet tall with uh, wavy blonde hair? He wasn't the last time I seen him. <laughs> well, then it could have been him because the fellow I saw was only about 5'8 and bald. Oh, yeah, he was wearing one of those eyeglasses on the hat shelf. I, uh, I think they call them manacles. You mean uh, monocle, dearie? A manacle is a chain the Romans used to handcuff their galley slaves to the bottom of the boat. <laughs> That's barnacle, Molly. <laughs> a monocle is something you scrape off the bottom of the boat. Yeah, well, I don't think that was Amos. <laughs> ah, you mean binnacle, dearie. A monocle is something they keep a ship's compass in. Yeah, well, if Amos had a compass, he couldn't get lost. <laughs> Molly, that's a pinnacle. Well, now I know that it wasn't Amos. He don't ever play cards. Special pinnacle. Well, then that wasn't Amos I saw, Andy. This fellow was playing... Oh, say, I got an idea where he might be. Yeah, where's that, Mr. McGee? I think I saw a fellow answering the description of Amos going through that door over there a while ago. Okay, and thanks a lot, Mr. McGee. Let me take a look in here now. No, 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 not that door. No. Not in there, Andy. That's all. <laughs> Got to straighten out that closet one of these days. Days, McGee. Where's Andy? Oh, my gosh, he's buried under that pile of junk. Well, then, uh, let's get him out before they report him missing, too. Oh. <laughs> and 
Julie, I've been looking all over, and I can't find Amos no place. Hey, you look terrible, horrible. What happened to you? Well, a uh, closet just jumped at me, Gabby. <laughs> but, Gabby, listen. The thing is, we got to put on a show here tonight. Now, it's going to be hard to do that. Huh? What are we going to do without Amos and the Kingfish or Lightning? They ain't here neither. Well, I tell you, Andy, I'll be glad to help you out. I'll be glad to help you out. Oh, what could you do? Well, don't you remember when you loaned me to Mr. Walt Disney to play Uncle Remus the Song of the South? Yeah. I sung a song in that, too. We don't need you to sing. We got the Delta Rhythm Boys here. <laughs> they all learned to sing the same song with me. Oh, yeah, I remember. That's that song called Zippity-Doo-Dah, Zippity-A. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Many a sunshine in my way. Zippity-Doo-Dah, Zippity-A. Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder. It's the truth, it's actual, everything is satisfactual. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity wonderful feeling, wonderful day. white and Rinso bright. Yes, Rinso certainly gets top results. Like I always tell my friends, 
If you want a really dazzling wash, you've got to have Rinso. Yes, Rinso results always win praises because Rinso has a triple action formula. Gives you a special soapy-rich base, a wonderful suds booster, and an amazing grease chaser. Rinso's soapy-rich base makes suds that drive deep. Get out stubborn dirt fast. In addition, Rinso's suds booster means heaps of long-lasting suds, even in hard water. And besides all that, Rinso's grease chaser goes after grease and grime. Helps prevent yellowing of clothes, yet is easy on hand. Remember Rinso for a dazzling wash. A Rinso white wash. With ease. A Rinso bright wash. With safety. <laughs> Shorty, come here. Well, I was doggone. I, I didn't hear what, what's good. What, what being, I'm surprised. Hello, Andy. Hey, Shorty. I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're going to do without Amos the Kingsley. We got to put on a show here. Yeah, well, if, if you want the action done, Andy, you can count on me. Oh. I'm sorry, Shorty, because you ain't had no radio experience. Oh, what you talking about? I, I was on the radio program once. I, I was I was with the Phil Spitalli's old girl orchestra. Wait a minute, Shorty. Wait a minute. How could you ever get with an all girl orchestra? I lied about my age. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, Shorty. The important thing we got to do is to find Amos and the Kingfisher likeness. Mm. Say, look here. Let's win this studio here. Maybe we can find somebody to see it. Hey, wait a minute, Shorty. Wait a minute. There's something going on in here. Look at that big officer. Yeah, there's all reading books. Yeah, and all them books exactly alike, too. Let me see if I can see the name of it. So this is Peace by Bob Hope. Uh, who's that fellow standing in front of with that big whip in his hand? That's Bob Hope. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're putting down the books. They're going to play. Thank you. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Broadcasting from NBC and Hollywood Hope, telling all you girls that are looking for the end of shortages in 1947 that when they start to dish out the clinics, don't worry if they miss you. Just use Pepsi and the boys will always tissue. <laughs> yes, sir. We're laying them in baby talk tonight. Well, 1947 looks like a great year. Everybody's buying luxury things, and a lot of people are even wearing silk shorts. I know they are. I saw them coming home from Santa Anita today. <laughs> Santa Anita, that's a vacuum cleaner with nags for bags. <laughs> I went out to Santa Anita Saturday, and I spent a bitter part of the afternoon out there. And I wouldn't say it was crowded, but a pickpocket reached into my pocket, and after two hours, he offered me $10 to give him back his hand. <laughs> Pockets are bolder than ever this year. I had a winning ticket, and one of them said, hurry up and cash it. i got to get home in time for gangbusters. <laughs> the track was really crowded and jammed. In fact, when they came down the home stretch, the horses had to keep tapping people on the shoulders saying, pardon me, can I get through? <laughs> 
Ray Milan has a fine three-year-old out there, but he's having trouble with him ever since last weekend. Every time the horse gets near the rail, he stops, puts his foot on it, and says, make mine a double and see what the jockey will have. <laughs> I finally bet on. He was so slow, his saddle made up into a Murphy bed. <laughs> Everybody shouted they're off. Of course, my horse thought it was just a rumor. <laughs> but he really ran a heads-up race. He had to to keep the other horse's tails out of his face. He was a front runner, and he would have won the race, but he had a little trouble getting the other part going. <laughs> he was so weak-looking, you would bet him to win, place, or live. <laughs> what a horse. The jockey kept jagging, jabbing him with his spurs, and finally the horse turned around and said, Stop that. You'll rip my girdle. The horse was a mutter. Of course, I didn't expect it to stop on the far turn and have a colt, you know. <laughs> he finally came in when the moon was out singing, Open the Stable, Richard. Saturday, I went down to Palm Springs to recuperate. Palm Springs is really wonderful, isn't it? In one week, you get healthy enough to go back to work and poor enough to have to. <laughs> and it's so risky, the snakes in that part of the desert don't have rattles. In the back, they have built-in recorders that play nothing but Castellanos. <laughs> That's just for the local. Thank you, you should have seen the hotel I stopped at. What a place. There was a sign in the room, don't turn off the electric fan. It's holding up the wall. <laughs> and it's so hot down there, one lens fell out of my smoke glasses and my right eye got burned black. For a week, I walked around looking like an overgrown panda. <laughs> a panda. You know, they have one white eye and one black eye. <laughs> see, the lens fell out. <laughs> That's the last tag I'm buying from the Griffith Park Zoo. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Mr. Hope is coming over this way, Shorty. Hey, Mr. Hope, uh, did you see the Amos and the Kingfish around here anyplace? No, boys. Well, uh... <laughs> I may need this stuff someday, you know. Well, I, I want to know one thing. What's that? Come back next week, too. You know? <laughs> but listen, I know one place where you can find almost anything. Where is that? Kelowna's mustache. See you all. See you, Tom. <laughs> and Rinso Bright. Yes, friends, Rinso gives really dazzling results. But say, don't take just my word for it. Ask a regular Rinso user. I think Rinso's swell. It's wonderful for clothes washing and for dishes, too. And those good Rinso suds really get my glass and china gleaming. Even my pots and pans shine. And Rinso's so easy on my hands. 
It's certainly a thorough and fast worker. Well, ma'am, you can thank Rinso's triple action formula for that. You know, that special Rinso formula contains a very effective grease chaser. A soapy-rich base that's mild but mighty active. And a peppy, long-lasting suds booster. So keep asking for Rinso for dishes as well as for a wash that's Rinso White and Rinso Bright. Sandy, look, there's a studio. Let's go and ask if they're seating him for the kingfish. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, look at that man coming out of that studio there that looks like Red Skelton. He's heading this way. Let's ask him. <laughs> I'll let you in on one. Oh, good. Uh, what's that? Well, now, I know you won't believe this, but uh, I'm from the country. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, I was afraid that your clothes is a dead giveaway, Mr. Cadillapo. Yeah, them pants you was wearing are so big and baggy at the bottom that they cover your shoes. Who's wearing shoes? <laughs> you mean you ain't got no shoes on? No, I used to wear... This stuff is better than that panda joke, ain't it? <laughs> you know, I used to wear shoes, though. I used to... <laughs> keep all the money I made right in my shoes and add three or four inches to my height. Yeah. Well, what made you give that up? Well, I didn't like the bad publicity it gave me. See, every time I was under six feet tall, people knew I was broke. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this has been very interesting, Mr. Cadillapo. Yeah? Yeah. Well, if I'd have known that, I would have listened to what I was saying. <laughs> Come up here to the city, Mr. Cadillo Hopper. Well, um, I thought I would drive. Uh, some fellow told me if I filled my car up to the top with gas, I could come to the city, see? <laughs> so I'll never make that trip again, no, I'm telling you. I've never been so hot in all my born days. Yeah, well, why didn't you open the car windows? What, let all the gas fill up? <laughs> 
I guess now that you was here in the city, you're going to buy your girl something nice, huh? Well, no, I ain't got no girl. You see, I promised my mother that I wouldn't go with girls until I was 21. Well, how old are you now? She won't tell me. <laughs> Mr. Dillahop, I want to speak with Andy here. Uh, what you want, Jerry? Listen, Andy, if we're going to find Amos and the Kingfish, we better shake this guy. He don't sound very smart. Oh, well, I heard that. <laughs> and I am so smart. But I won't be impolite, but you really ain't very smart. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, no, you're not. Well, I am. You're not. Well, why say it on here? All right, then, so you're smart. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, 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 well, we better be getting along now anyway, Mr. Kadiddlehopper. Well, don't worry about Amos the King facing lightning, boys, because... I'll find them real fast. You know, I've got good reasons for not letting grass grow under my feet. Yeah? What's that? It tickles. <laughs> Another Griffith Park joke. So long. <laughs> Gabby, that Clem Cadillhopper show looks a lot like Red Skelton, don't it? Yeah. But come on, Andy, we ain't finding Amos this way. Hey, fellas! Hey, fellas! Yeah, what is it, Shorty? What I, is I, it? I, I, I just saw Amos' wife, Ruby, on the street, and she told me where Amos is. Well, quick, where is he? He's in the hospital. He had an operation. Yeah, well, wait a minute, Shorty. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, let's call him right away. Look, what, where's the telephone? Here, here. Here's the telephone right over here. Uh, Gabby, has you got a nickel? Shorty, you got a nickel? Andy, you got a nickel? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's something. We'll ask that fellow standing there getting ready to play the violin. You think he'll lend you a nickel? Well, I'll ask him. <laughs> You'll never get a nickel out of that fellow. <laughs> I got a nickel, Andy. I, I found it in the slot. Oh, good, good. Tell me this, you know what hospital he's at? Yeah, I'll get him on the phone. Yeah, all right, go ahead. You get him there. Call me. I sure hope we get him. And I sure hope the Amos is well enough to answer the phone, too. He probably got a phone right there in his room there. Andy, I got Amos on the phone here. Yeah, well, give me that, give me that. Uh, hello, Amos. Uh, hello, Andy. Well, how you feel, son? Oh, I come along pretty good, Andy. And I hope to be back with you fellas next Tuesday. I've been listening to the show here on the radio. Show was nice for Silver McGee and Molly and Bob Hoop and Red Skelton to offer to help us out like that. Oh, yeah, they were something, wasn't they? They is really great people. And it was all sweet, all right. Please tell them thanks for me, will you? I sure Everybody been so nice. My room is full of flowers. Oh, I really got a lot of flowers here, Andy. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, say, by the way, Amos, we can't find a kingfish or lightning neither. You know what it is. Well, funny thing about this thing here, Andy, 
It always was and always will be that every time I get sick, that kingfish and lightning always get sick with me. <laughs> yes, sir. That is right, ain't it? I... <laughs> but, say, let me speak to him, will you? Uh, I hear you. Uh, hello, Miss Anders. I hope he must hurry up and get out of here so I can whiz away from this hospital. Yeah, well, I hope so, too, Lightning. Uh, put on the kingfish there, will you? I have a hear you. Well, hello there, Brother Ender. How is you? Okay, kingfish. How is everything up there at the hospital? Oh, just fine. Uh, by the way, uh, is you coming up here to see him? Oh, yeah. I'm going to come up there right away. Uh, well, tell you what. Uh, meet me outside Amos' door. Uh, I've gone into the flower business, and I can let you have some slightly used flowers at half price. actually did his broadcast from the hospital tonight, and we hope that he'll be back with us next Tuesday. And you know, friends, I've been thinking, even in prosperous times, it seems to me it's important to take care of what we got the best we can. Don't you think so, Mr. Cadell? Indeed it is, Andy. And ladies, the way to take care of your cottons and linens is to wash them in Rinso. Rinso saves the wear of boiling and hard rubbing. And Rinso keeps washable colors fresh and bright for ages. You see, Rinso has a triple-action formula that contains a special soapy-rich base, a marvelous suds booster, and an amazing grease chaser. Ask for Rinso for a wash that's... Rinso white and Rinso bright. Friends, if you can't always get Rinso, it's because there's a worldwide shortage of fats and oils needed for making soap and other things we all want. This shortage is really worse now than it was last year. So it's vital that you save and turn in all waste kitchen fat. You know, saving waste fat actually helps you in two important ways. First, it helps get more soap to your grocer. Second, you'll be amazed at the high prices many meat dealers are paying for waste fat. It runs into real money. So save every drop of waste fat and get it to your meat dealer quickly. Uh, hello, Amos. Is you still on the phone? Yeah, Andy. Well, Andy, it sure was nice for you to call me like this, and I appreciate it. And kid, you did a swell job. Tell everybody I said, good night, folks. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>